Oh, well, hello, friends. Oh, hi. Episode 679, Brain Candy Podcast. Sarah and Susie here. What if people didn't know that this was a brain candy <laughs> I hope they don't. I, I hope this is their first time listening and we have a million gazillion new yeah, followers welcome, or listeners. first time listeners. Yeah. How you doing? Where have you guys been? Hey. We've been doing this uh, for quite some time. But maybe it is first time listeners because big moment for the last maybe seven years, my Instagram followers has been stuck at, and I don't mean to brag, this just is what it is. I was on TV, people. 174,000. Really? It was stuck just, there. It's like seven years. Seven or years. However long. I'm just making up numbers now. For a long time, <laughs> stuck like that. Yeah. Just yesterday. Click. 175. No. Which I only noticed because I think it's a prettier number. It looks better. It is, it is way better. It looks nice. wonder what took so, so long, Sarah. I don't know. There was, it, there was a, a very popular TikTok of me just doing a voiceover to, to, uh, with that old lady filter. The WAP thing? Yeah. Man, they like love that. Like a mill. <laughs> a mill? That is so much. Do you get paid for those you've monetized? Like barely. Like How much are we talking? 15 bucks? Probably like that's for nice. A post that's like, hey, yeah, that's what we call found money. Have yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for somebody who loses it, often, <laughs> you do not. You're so frugal. Nice. You're right. I am frugal. Too much. Sometimes I wonder if my frugal way of being frugality in that like my mom is like, why do you have a poor mentality? You're gonna be poor for forever. What? Like if you have a hot, if you're like. Always scrape it to make by and make it, and never like, oh, I'm fine, everything's okay. Then like, you'll always be like scraping by. Well, okay, fair. I, I, I that. think that's a fair point, but it's hard if you grew up with that. Yeah. In particular, it's like, like Oprah. I remember seeing her. I think I told you on Larry King, and this is after she's a billionaire. Yeah. And she said that she just got to the point where she knew like everything would always be okay. Oh my gosh! You're Oprah, a billionaire. Your home's in Sausalito, girl. But she, because she grew up so incredibly poor, it was just embedded, hardwired in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is hardwired in there. Don't but you I feel think, like that? Yes, that's why I relate to what you said. But it, I can understand what your mom's saying. It's a fair point that like you can't just sit in that and worry, and because then you're yeah. gonna miss out on stuff. I heard somebody once say, and I don't. This this is like. You know, a loose. Mic <laughs> as always. Analogy, whatever, yeah. As always. But I didn't make this one up. This is, so this isn't me. But somebody said, like, imagine you are on a date with money. Like, how would you treat it? Like, if you're sitting across from, like, money on a date, like, how would you, if you're, like, always worried that it's going to disappear, you'd probably be like, Oh, weird. too clingy. Yeah. Too possessive. But you can't be, like, too much, like, oh, I don't care, whatever. It's like, you, you okay. Be, like, interest. So they th- thought about it, like, like, this guy proposed that maybe we, we think about it, like, if we were, if we were dating. Like, we were in a relationship with it or yeah, something. Yeah, in a relationship with mm-hmm. it. Okay. Like, you got to play coy a little treat bit. It, treat it well, <laughs> but don't feel like it's, like, if you lose it, like you're never gonna have any ever again. I don't know, something like that. All right, yeah. I'll try that. So, That's interesting. I don't know. Maybe that holds up or something. Hey, it couldn't hurt, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Hey, you guys, if you're watching this online, my gosh, Sarah, for the first time in what feels like years, yeah. has straight hair straight. in my presence, and I can't straight get over off. it. I feel like I I've sh- gone back in time, I swear. Really? Yeah. I felt like that today in the car. I was like flipping it around. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like a fancy Orange County lady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because for most of the time I've known you, you've been a straight haired lady. Yes. But what do they call that? Blowout? Yeah, blowout queen. <laughs> blowout queen. I threw the queen on there. They don't and then w- after your divorce, you were like, F it, right? Is that how that yeah. went? Yeah. Well, you I became mean, a curly girl. Yeah. Time, but isn't energy, it true that the curly girl community would be really upset to know that you've betrayed them today? Yeah, probably. Isn't that funny? Why do they get so it weird about it? Well, here's, here's, here's what they need to know. <laughs> is that I live in a place that's really dry. And yeah. so this, I don't know, the, the changes in the temperature recently have made my hair like extra delicate and fragile. And so curly hair just breaks more. And so sometimes oh. I like straighten it and then I don't do it for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a protective hairstyle, if you will. Okay. And then I could just leave it and not do anything. But like once every six months to a year. Well, okay. Yeah, so that's what Calm I mean. Down. Like, if you told them, what would they think? Well, I don't tell them, Susie. I know. Hypo- hypothetically. Okay, hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetically, <laughs> I would not uh, 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 want them to know because they... I don't know. I feel like people are very, like... I get it because... I don't. That's what I'm trying to find out. So, as somebody who obviously has always had curly hair, but then you look at... There's a very... Uh, there's definitely a, a beauty standard of like, well, like smooth hair that's like looks this certain way. Yeah. And if we've talked about this before, that most times when women with curly hair are are in a movie or featured in in a TV show or something, they're always like batshit crazy or yeah. like the silly best friend. Yeah. Never like, like the main character, like the very, clueless girl. Uh, the, yeah. 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 Whatever Ty. her name is. Yeah. We're like Ty. Exactly. Like a project. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, and there, <laughs> it always felt like we didn't belong. So I think that when the, the, and this was kind of like in the last maybe like five or six years, I don't know if it was social media, a little bit of like COVID pandemic being inside, like not having, needing to do your hair as much. Yeah. Kind of led to like more of this like natural hair. And maybe even just that, like the the embracing of natural. And and let me be really clear: this is a white girl perspective. This is from this is not taking into consideration anybody who has uh, uh, been like felt any sort of like I don't know, been marginalized for their hair, like felt like they're been, heck yeah, like, you know, yes. discriminated against. Totally different. Of their, so totally, totally different experience. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there's then, like, this, like, oh, we're going to, like, wear our hair naturally curly, white girls. And, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe it's, like, a club that now we're, like. So then if you do a blowout, they're, like, yeah, how dare you. fucking club anymore. Yeah, you're trying to be the star of Clueless. Yeah. We want like, stop. supporting right. actresses only. So that then we grow in our numbers so we become. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Main Thank act, you for illuminating characters. that. 
I don't know. I'm making this is Sarah's got a theory. I don't freaking know. But uh, it I won't do, tell I do them. Feel like in the in the in the, and you know it's always a nice reminder. Anytime I feel like like I'm losing all my like I, my anxiety is always attached to my hair. I'm always like, oh my god, my hair is falling out because you know sometimes when you don't take care, of I know it does. I had a dream and, about that the other night. You know how we talk about teeth falling out? I had one about my hair falling out because I'm always oh. thinking about that. Yeah, see, so that's how anxiety can present itself. Sometimes, if I just need a reminder, I I just blow dry it, and I'm like, ah, okay, we're good, we are good, we are fine. Even if half much. your hair fell out, you'd still that's have more than I do. You know, anxiety affects people in weird ways. It's like it's like my own version of body dysmorphia. But <laughs> Sarah's hair dysmorphia. I do. I'm like, oh, it's all falling out. But you know, it it does get thinner with age. So you got to do you got to like do some shit. So. Okay. Uh, what do I want to talk to you about today that's like real things? Um, I know. One real thing I absolutely want to talk about is um, I hope you guys have tried Caraway bakeware and cookware. I was just talking to Eli about this. What did you tell him? Because it's freaking well, great. We got a, a stand mixer. So now we're like really concerned about what kind of other appli- other like kitchen stuff we have. Yeah, and I want it all matching. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, so, I can see that. You know, we got to talk about caraway and how yes, cream color white. Oh, I think they call it gray though. Oh, I have some of the gray. I like it's that so a lot. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because oh. you can pick the color. So, like, if you want it to be coordinated with your kitchen or your other um, bakeware and cookware, you can get that. It is so cute. And since we got that wild uh, yellow stove, I got all yes. this, the saucepans and stuff. And I mean. It looks like what you, what did you say, fancy or Orange County lady? Yes. I feel like that about my caraway. Yes. Oh. And uh, it's chemical free. So it's, you know, the nonstick, but they don't use the toxic chemicals, which I very much love and is so hard to find. Um, and it's so effective. That stuff slips right out. All my um, baked goods and... As you know, I did the test. I tried. Yes, the, I love that. I think about that every time I bake banana bread. And it it's unbelievable. I don't know how they yeah. do it, but the, the ceramic, it's naturally slick surface. And so you don't have to use like a bunch of oil or butter or anything. It just falls right out. Uh, visit carawayhome.com slash brain candy to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash brain candy or use code brain candy at checkout. Caraway non-toxic cookware made modern and made beautiful and made to last, blah, blah, blah. You get it. Yes. Go ahead. Um, okay, Susie. Yes. Have you seen... The Netflix limited miniseries documentary thing. Don't pick up the phone. Ugh. Yes, Sarah. Susie, how have we never talked about this story on here ever? I know. I didn't even this know about so it. This is so right up our alley. And so disturbing. I had to turn it off. It really upset me. It is so disturbing. So for those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, uh, the documentary is like a four-part miniseries on Netflix called Don't Pick Don't Up, pick the, up phone. the Phone. Mm-hmm. And it is about a... It's hard to even call it a hoax. That feels like not the appropriate word for yeah, it. Yeah, it's definitely a not a crime, hoax. A yeah. crime, a series of crimes 
that took place starting in 1994 and really coming to a head in like early 2000s. That's the first one, so it was 1994. I couldn't believe it. I, I didn't realize that. So this went yes. on for more than 10 years. Te- more than 10 years, this went on. Unbelievable. Yes. So uh, uh, it. The, so what happened is people who were working at uh, like a fast food restaurant like McDonald's would receive a phone call and it would be from a police officer and the police officer would say, may I speak to your manager, assistant manager, whoever's on duty. And then they would say, we have information that an employee has committed a crime. There's an employee and they give a very loose description of a female employee, Uh, a female employee, average height, brown hair, medium build, something. And they go, oh, we have that person because what? That's. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they even like there was even a situation where he gave a description, didn't even match the woman, and they still was like, they he still was like, yep, that's her. And so he would call, and then he would tell the manager to bring that employee into the back room, and then he would say the pl- person posing as the police officer would say, okay, we can either you know ask her if she would like to either do that. We we believe that she stole money from a patron, like stole money from somebody at the restaurant or stole money from the register or something. And they would all be small increments, $20, $50. And then uh, they would say, "Would we are going to need to strip search her. We can either have her come down to the station or you can have her strip, you can strip search her right there. And all the women who are like 18 years old don't want to go down to the police station so they're like, uh, I guess just do it here. And in a lot of the situations, things really escalated to the point where women like fully disrobed. There were some times where they were instructed to do jumping jacks. They were, there were some women that were, um, well, what about uh, how like they had would... their crevices checked? <clears throat> That's how they put it in the documentary. They would have the manager remove the clothing from the office. So like, even if there were yes. some way to get out, they would be completely naked if they left. Like trapped. Trapped. Yeah. yeah. Or and they, like, one guy, yeah, I told her to go put the clothes in her car. Yeah. It's very terrifying. Remember that one early on where the manager, he said, you need to find like a male to yes. do it. And she had to call her fiance in or yes. she didn't have to, but she thought she did. And so she called yeah. her fiance in and he had to do it. And he's like this middle-aged man yeah. checking her body for yes. money she didn't take. Right. And Could you imagine, like, I would never comply. If somebody were telling me on the phone, you need to do this, they're like... I mean, that's what I sure. felt, but maybe that's just what we think. Because then I think, why did they do it? But they're vulnerable and they thought they had to and they thought it was the police. When you think it's the police, it really does change your willingness to participate. Because you think, well, if I don't, I'm going to be arrested. Using very, like, cop language. Yeah. Yep. Using terminology that's definitely, like, police would use. Would use details that were, you know, names of the police station that was right by where the restaurant was. So they really like believed like this is a cop. And then they would say, we have somebody from corporate with us. So you feel like there's a room full of authority Authority figures. figures. Yeah. Yes. 
and, and really terrifying. And the kind of person who's like just trying to do the right thing. They all seemed like assistant manager types. Yeah. Right. Well, did you, know? you like part of what made it so disturbing was all the surveillance footage. I mean, they blurred out yeah. the privates and stuff, but yeah. like you could actually see it unfolding yeah. and these young women and practically girls, probably in some yeah. cases they were girls because probably some of them were 16 or whatever. And just how scary that would be. Yeah. How many scary. did they do over that it period was over of time? A hundred. I want to say it was a hundred different restaurants at least. So I think there were, there were more. And what was really interesting is that even though the police were able to, so the call, they were able to find where the calls were coming from. Somebody thought was smart enough to start, do like a star 69 thing that led them to a phone booth in Florida. So they got the area and they knew it was a phone booth. And they also knew that the person calling was using calling cards. But at the time, you couldn't trace calling cards. Then there were some laws that changed that then allowed you to trace calling cards and where the phone calls came from. So they found out where the phone call came from or found the person who bought the, the calling cards. Then they searched his house, found a calling card, found that it was linked to this crime, this individual was never charged. Yeah, why There wasn't is that? enough. The DA did not want to go after it and did not want to pursue. Why? The, there have been multiple times where the people who participated in, the, like the people on the other end of the phone who were telling them to take their clothes off and do jumping jacks with this on the other, they were, they were tried and they were convicted and found guilty. In Wait, some situations. Are you talking yes. about the managers? Yes. What? Yes. Wow. They're victims to day, too, though. The per- they, there's, the DA have not filed charges against the person who's making the phone call. They don't have enough evidence, they say. And they say that it's not him. Like, the judge threw it out and said, like, it, it comes down to, like, being a hoax phone call. It's like if somebody calls you and tells you to do something it's on the person who's doing it like wow that's messed up it's so messed up and one of the victims she ended up suing mcdonald's and she won yes for six million dollars and i think rightfully so because mcdonald's had 12 other cases where this happened and they didn't warn anybody uh, any of the other employees enough like hey just so you know this creepy thing is happening yeah the end of the documentary, you know, the final scenes, so it's like, this guy has not been. Did they show his picture and his name and stuff or what? Yeah. There, his name is out there. What's he seem like? Daniel something. Oh, guess what he does? He's what? a correctional officer. <gasps> yes. <gasps> That's why. And he gets off on power and he did, he would go on these ride-alongs. They found his journal and in his journal, he writes down all these things like, Went on a high-speed chase, 165 miles an hour. Did another high-speed chase, 140, hit up to 145 miles an hour. This guy's cuckoo crazy and obsessed with being a cop. Is he fired? I don't know. Oh, my God. He better be now. This better, is I mean, a terrible story that you're sharing. I can't get over this. I know, Suze. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's why when you said you didn't watch the rest, I was like, (gasps) Yeah, I Googled it, but I didn't know he was a correction officer. Correction. Um, Are you, I mean, are we to assume that this was just like his kink? I think it's more than a kink. This is like in the same, this falls into sexual assault. This is like a power. You know how, how sexual assault is not about sex, it's about power. And, well, that so you're saying his kink is power is. then? Yeah. I, like, I don't think that this guy is, I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to think that he's actually getting off on this. Like, I don't think he's, he's like at the payphone jerking off. Well, I but he never way, did it with a boy employee or a male employee. By, yeah. I think he's becoming aroused by the fact that he could, like the power of it is, is making him feel but if you didn't, if it's not at all about a, like lust and desire, yeah. then you wouldn't care what the person, what type of person that you're doing the strip search on. You get it? You may, yeah, I do. But I feel like in the same way, it's like how there's a preference. Mm-hmm. But you don't see yeah. it as sexual. Like in the same way, I think a sexual predator, what he's doing is sexual. I but I think that the root of it is not like, oh, I want to get off. It's, oh, I want power over this thing that then gets me off. Because it does, the way the, the, they, they showed where the payphones are. Mm-hmm. And you'd be really putting yourself, and, and these calls would last up to three hours sometimes. So it's hard to, to imagine somebody's whacking. Yeah, I see. Thing yeah. And. A payphone for three hours in Florida. I can see what you're saying. You know? Yeah. Well, I definitely don't have a transition, so I'm just going <laughs> to not even it's try. Hard. I didn't, I didn't put, give you a lot to work with there. <laughs> well, how about this? One item of clothing I definitely want to put on is yeah. Jenny Kane <laughs> clothing. Absolutely. And, uh, yes, this will make you feel nice and safe. And cozy yes, and it really will. Documentary feels like I have loved Jenny Kane for years. You have, I You've have been a big fan for a long time. A big fan. I love the sweaters. They have, I got attached to the fisherman sweaters, um, but they have cashmere. They, they're, I love that the clothing tend to be like neutral tones, like very California they're chic. Like capsule collection. They stuff. really are. It's yeah. like the essentials Timeless. for your wardrobe. Yes. Yeah. It's the classic comfortable vibe, but super duper high quality. I was telling Sarah, cause she said she got the, um, shearling line boots yeah, and I was like, for those for a while, they are a godsend because they're the only boots that are actually warm in the winter for me. Yeah. And I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm not buying things that break down in a year or two anymore. Yeah. I'm over it. Cause I keep doing that. And well, it's how tempting. many times am I going to be fooled? So now I want the things that are going to last me for forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I have, I'm staring at right now, like a dress that was my mom's from when she was like my age or younger. right. And I'm like, Oh, what, back when they made clothes well. So let's do that again. Right. So these are pieces that are going to last the test of time and look stylish year after year. Um, And that's the kind of thing we're into is like lasting 
forever. And there you can dress them up, dress them down, whatever. Find your favorite pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code BRAINCANDY at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. New year, new us, and new clothes with Jenny Kane. Okay. Uh, okay. So in the same, yeah, definitely. Like, I, I think it's a, a don't miss documentary. Mm-hmm. I really do, and I because I and also I really loved that each episode provided something very different, and I felt every episode was necessary because it told a different part of the story. You know, recently I've been I've been watching these, you know, documentaries that have been turned into four part. And I'm like, ugh, you could have done this. In yes, I hate one. that. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there must be some... I was thinking about this. I'd spent a whole, like, afternoon, like, thinking about this. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if it's, like, children's books where there's a format and you have to follow this many pages and somebody has to decide, is this going to be a one-and-a-half-hour documentary? Is this going to be a four-part series? Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think, think there's a thing. lot that goes into deciding whether this is a feature film or a series yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but so I I really thought all four were. Part of why I turned it off though was because I after watching the first one I thought four episodes of this watching the surveillance footage I can't do it. Well, that's what I was thinking too. But then they told four. It's four different parts of the story. Okay. So the first one is kind of like what happened. The second part, I think, is like the chase to find who did it. Then is the lawsuit. Then it's the what the after. Now like, what? Now yeah. what? And it yeah, was just, I just liked how they 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 told all those parts. Like, Why do you think that answered. McDonald's or any of them the restaurants did not notify managers? What do you think they just didn't care? It didn't occur to them, or do you think it was just like they didn't think it was that big of a deal? I think they didn't think it was that big of a deal. Can you I imagine think. being but? Naked. Is that it? Or buck? I Whatever. think there's like no... McDonald's probably saw it as like not something that in a way they themselves were involved in. You know, like it's a phone call to the restaurant, but... Can you imagine being at like the DQ and working this... your shift and then having no. to take off your clothes in front of your weird manager? I love that everybody who came to at like the rescue... Was always like a person of color who's like, oh, my God. oh hell, hell no. no, this is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. That every time they were like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, because like they understand. It was just like dumb. Yeah, Ugh. because white people are so invested in this authority hierarchy yes, crap that they like lose their se- like like sanity. What's right and wrong? Totally. But people that have been exploited by these organizations yes. or systems are like, oh, no, no, no. Like, that's not a thing. Just no. <laughs> it's not no. a thing. Yeah, who got on the phone. And there was one guy, he wasn't a person of color, but he got on the phone. And he was like, if you want to strip search somebody, you could come down yes. here, pick her up and do it because this is not how the law works. Good. Yeah, we needed more of that person. More of that Good energy. Lord. I yeah. for real want more I, of that for myself because it does scare me how I could get trapped by stuff like this. I really do. I want more of that ed- attitude in 2023. That's good. That falls that. into adventure. It sure as heck does. Because yeah. it can be really scary to stand up for yourself and say, like, I'm not doing that. So, what a good point. That, <laughs> I like that. Thank that you, Sarah. That is a good way to look at it. That is like, it's like standing up and being like, no, 
I'm not going to do what yeah. everybody else is doing. And, and well, think situation. about it. This happens a lot where a system, whether it's law yes. enforcement or a church or a school or whatever, these are authority figures that you're taught yeah. you're supposed to listen to no matter what. And that can be a real dangerous um, mentality. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Good reminder, Sarah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Um, okay, other little piece of, of news. I don't have a lot on this story because it's it's unfolding as we speak. But as of, I want to say, like three or four days ago or so, uh, the first uh, uh, case where AI is serving as public defender is taking place. What? Yes. A robot? Oh, correct. Or as my mom says, robot. <laughs> Even though I've told her that's not the word. <laughs> uh, fun fact, the word robot was invented in the Czech Republic. And if you go to the Czech Republic, you will be reminded of this by everybody. <laughs> in the Czech Is that how you know? They yes. won't shut up about it. It's kind of like, how do you know? Yeah. You're telling me Robots that they have robot the yes. attorneys. Yes, I'm saying this, that, that a robot AI, we have the first situation where a robot is going to be. So there is a, is there's a, uh, uh, AI kind of like a chat bot sort of technology that was developed called, I think it's called like, don't pay that or don't pay something, but it was developed to give legal advice. And it's been, it's called, yeah, do not pay. It's called, yeah, do not pay app. And for $36, hmm. you pay $36 for like three months or something like that. And it gives you legal advice. And so it began in 2015 as this like basic chat bot, but it's been getting smarter and learning all the information. And so now is, is going to serve as a public defender for, for someone in, I want to say it was Los Angeles too, in traffic court. No, in New York. Oh my gosh, yeah. that it's is It's a speeding wild. ticket hearing and it's scheduled to take place in 
in a New York courtroom in February. Do you think that the reason they're doing it in that kind of a case is because like typically nobody has an attorney anyway? Right. That seems stakes. open and shut. It's like really, so if we can just look at that's cool. how did somebody do, did they get the, what they are legally entitled to and that's a fair and... and that is crazy. That because in a way, I think that this could be a, a situation where I like I like me too. coming in. It yeah. takes out a lot of the things that could, like the the, like, I'm all the bad shit. Yeah, because I'm there's, sure there's a, new bad shit that comes <clears throat> with this. There's a but. real shortage of public defenders, yes. and what the result of that is that they cannot give attention to their clients, the one you know, the ones that do exist, and so you have public defenders with hundreds of clients. And then people end up locked up for crap they didn't do. I would rather have a robot than some idiot. Yep. Okay. Who can go through all the legal, like, I don't know, the history of all the lawsuits. Yeah, they scan the file cabinets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, find all that. Give me it. Like, relate it. Like, find out what I need. Do the thing. I don't know. (laughs) A, A couple of those words are right. Right. Right now, I the, the robot knows way more than me. So that's true. That that's what we're true. learning. And it was probably that. more helpful than an overworked, underpaid public defender who has, you know, is tired um, and yes, needs a break. Absolutely. And I think it'll give more people a fair trial. Wow. I did hear somebody say that this like chat bot can like it is a therapist to people and I just about lost my shit. Oh, like, no. What do you mean? I'll kill it. Listen, as I'd long as you're not down. podcast hosts, we'll be okay. Well, how right, about, right, what about, right. you can't replace podcast. Host, right? No, like, we, you can't get this chemistry. You can't, hello. <laughs> hello. Sarah, hello. what about a robot judge? I like this idea. And jury. Yes. Cause then they can't have biases. Although they probably could. I know because they're based because on because then it's like right it's what people right right because then we need the we need the because remember when those, all those AI got racist <laughs> yes because you know that thing that everyone got obsessed with the AI images of themselves on yes. Lenza yes well all stupid. the women were like why do they all have gigantic boobs okay well the reason is because they get their info from oh existing God, I hate all of this. Yeah, and that's what's online is all these big boob ladies. <sighs> and so the j- judge, the robot judge would be created by humans and all the data yeah. that we see this all the time. Technology can be racist. Totally. That's why lighting's messed up for people of color on photography yep. and I I love reading about that because that is a thing that I would not notice. Because I'm a privileged white lady, yeah. um, so I have to be reminded, like, oh yeah, let's get a judge robot. Yeah, everyone's so like, figure out band aids might need to come in another color. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, like, how about we just get people of color judges? More of those. Yeah, there, yeah. Let's start. Let's start with that. <laughs> Women, people of color. Other we'll hold off on the robots. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> something else you were reminding me of <clears throat> the Lenza AI images. Oh yes, thank you. That thing is stupid. I hate it. Because I hate it too. Eli puts his... I did not want to put my photos in there, so I did not. Eli was like, just do it. So he paid the five (laughs) bucks or whatever. He uploaded 20 photos of me into that thing. Seuss, the photos that stupid AI spit out, not one of them looks like me. Really? Not a single one. 
Why do you think that is? A hundred images of a hundred different women. <laughs> Why? Why I do you think? I, I think I look too different in all my photos. Yeah. I couldn't put together a regular. They're like curly hair, straight hair, <laughs> <laughs> black hair, blonde hair. Yeah, they like couldn't figure it out, and and I just make a lot of expressions in my photos. I think that it it didn't know. What well, do? Adam does talk about how you're so fun to photograph because of the way that your bone structure is. You can look a variety of different ways because of the, the way the light hits you. It really does change your face in different pictures. Well, thank you. Yes, yeah. my face does look different all the time. And That's AI, so great. Sometimes my um, face like ID is like, no. yeah, <laughs> Right. If I put on makeup, it's like, definitely not. I mean, sometimes technology is amazing, and that is definitely true for Rocket Money. <gasps> I love it. Love it. I talked on the, about it on uh, this changed everything. Uh, my other podcast, we haven't heard that, but um, <laughs> I save I save one hundred and fifty eight dollars a month now. See one five eight. That is oh, that so awesome. Buku bucks, and I only pay five dollars a month for it. Okay. I mean, Hello. it is really awesome because, uh, like Sarah said, you're alerted of subscriptions and things that you have and that you can choose like, wait, I don't need that. And then you push the button, it gets canceled and then you save 158 bucks or whatever. And then they negotiated my other bill on my behalf. And I No, they didn't. That. Yes, they did. They got it down. Like, I don't know. It was something like 20 something dollars. That is so. That's where it all came from. I go- they were like, here, I have it. three, we have three other bills. Would you like us to negotiate these? <laughs> Yeah. Negotiate. See, this is what I mean. Robots can come Fight in handy. <laughs> they don't need I to be do judges. I don't want to negotiate any bills on my behalf. <laughs> it, Rocket Money used to be known as Truebill, and it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And you can stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash braincandy. That's rocketmoney.com slash braincandy. Rocketmoney.com slash braincandy. Super easy. You can try it for free for 30 days. It's like, it's as good as we're saying. It's really, I love it. It keeps me, and it makes me feel a little like less anxious about exactly sometimes i try i like i I get overwhelmed with the idea of just like looking at the bills so i don't which doesn't help anything right and then this just organizes it in a nice way that's like very friendly like hey just letting you know four days from now you got this thing nothing to be worried about yeah and then if i'm like oh no i don't need that anymore because there was one a 79 dollar a month subscription that i needed to cancel Uh uh-huh and wow. notified me and then I did it before it charged me for something yeah, I wasn't take using. that. Woo! Yes. Um so with that those Lenza app uh Lenza app AI photos, I almost did a tweet but then I didn't. I have a new policy where if I ha- if I have something I want to say, I wait a whole day because Whoa. I don't well cuz you <laughs> like if let's say you have a glass of wine, right? And you think this is going to be Familiar. a great tweet. Well, if it's so great, you'll want to tweet it tomorrow. So, I was going to tweet but then tweets. didn't about how like you guys know you don't look like those pictures, right? Because, like, I think people really started to think, like, I they am do hot. They do think they look like, yeah. And I wanted to be like, you're not. They you don't, don't look, look like, like that. No. <laughs> and that's okay. Cool. That's they're a- like an artistic render of, like, it's like a caricature. Like, yeah. Like a, but like but a people one. were posting them being like, hey, look how hot I am. And I want to be like, you're not. 
That's like posting a self a, a, a filtered selfie as you're like, <laughs> like this is look how high. Yeah, right. We all look good when we are put through algorithms and like we all look good when and, we do not look like ourselves. Right, but then the, then I notice that the AI it, it does things that are weird that I don't think that like a human would be able to notice. Like Eli has a cool picture, but his teeth are pointy. <laughs> Like, no, like yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a vampire. Like human artist would be like, square those suckers off. Wonder you why? Look like a weirdo. It's like it, it's almost like um, the image has been duplicated and then shifted, so it kind of looks like a sh- like a shadow, or like a three D kind of thing. Yeah. Like a, uh, but they they like shifted it and then tilted the teeth, and it just there's something about it that just like is like. Mm, this is different. Yeah, that's There's, questionable. You know, then you yeah. had the people who were like, thought that it was, you know, to get um, facial recognition uh, yeah. images that then could be used against you someday. I mean, maybe that's the case, but that's not why I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. And and also, like, they, you think we're starting now with this? Yeah, I got that? bad like, news for you. But yeah, bad news. You ever been to an airport? That's what I always think when people say that about what a sponsor or something. Like they are irresponsible. Every, face, every single face. Your mm-hmm. face. Have you been to any public place? Yeah. Your face is in. That's We're doomed, okay? Yeah. We're doomed. But it's okay because we have AI to defend us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Situation. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, everything's fine. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Um, this was kind of cute. I felt like this would be a fun one that you could pass on to Lincoln. Okay. I read a whole article that talked about a couple different studies on high tops versus low tops. Okay. Studies. Studies. Okay. Well, you have to think about this, that, that the sneaker industry, there's a lot of money there. And we've talking about like sneaker industry, like for professional athletes, they are definitely putting those dollars into seeing which one is keeping their athletes the healthiest and the safest. Yeah. Because ankle injuries, uh, sprained ankles, that is the number one injury in sports 
so funny because I thought like I was such a loser when I had a sprained ankle. I'm like, who sprains their ankle? And Aww. he was like, literally every professional athlete. Relax. <laughs> yeah, it's so common. Uh, yeah. So, so it, it's a very important like injury to try to prevent. So there have been a bunch of studies that have yeah, been Yeah, and I would have thought to high see. tops were the solution. I, I would have thought, thought that. So too. Yeah. So high tops were developed in... Uh, I want to say it was like the early, it was like right after basketball was created, which kind of makes sense. Um, But they, in the beginning, it was, okay, 1891 that basketball was invented. Hmm. And Spalding were the first ones to make basketball shoes and they made the high top. But they made a high converse. Well, that came out very close, not too long after. That was like Hmm. the next one. So Spalding was the first one. They made the basketball shoe out of canvas, there was a high top. But it was a high top, probably, like people are, uh, uh, like, you know, um, fashion historians, uh, said that the real reason they were ankle-covering sneakers in the first place was that it was a reflection of the ankle boots that men were wearing at the time. So it had nothing to do with basketball or that how oh, good wow. it was for the sport. It had more to do with the fact that fancy men were wearing fancy schmancy lace-up boots, and they wanted the athletic shoes to reflect that. So then... In 1917, that's when Converse All-Stars debuted. And then in 1934, they became known as Chuck Taylors. And they had a thinner rubber sole, and they were still that same, like, uh, you know, canvas material. Yeah. Uh, Then it was in, I want to say it was like the 90s, where a Nike came out with a Kobe Bryant sneaker, and the Kobe Bryant sneaker was the first one to be a low-cut basketball shoe that was done by, like, as a basketball shoe. High tops just reigned forever. Yeah. Because that's what they assumed was yeah. the right shoe for it. But when, they, you, when you look at studies on how high tops versus low tops affect players, there was a study that was done of 622 college players, and they found absolutely no difference in the rates of ankle injuries between high and low tops. How is that possible? Yeah, they, there weren't because it doesn't do much to contain the ankle or really like prevent injury. Some basketball players said that it did prevent your um, heel from skidding on the floor, like if you fall and then the skin kind of skids along the floor. But it's a personal preference thing. And they said the thing that really determines which is going to be which which a player is going to be more successful in high tops versus low tops is how they feel putting them on. Stop it. Yes. Okay. This is like what your mom was saying about be, having a poor mentality. Right. Like you got to feel like, they're like, if you feel like high tops are the shoes, like, you know, like the PF flyers, they make every kid run faster, jump higher. You know, if you wow. believe that, those are the shoes that are going to be better for you. I hate you that. Think, I, I know. Isn't that crazy? Like no difference. 50-50 split. Huh. And they did the same thing. There was a larger study from 20, uh, 2001. That where the researchers looked at 10,000 Australian basketball players and did not find high or low tops to be a major risk factor for ankle injuries. In fact, the thing that was more linked to whether they had ankle injuries was the player stretching before the game and the presence of air cells in the shoes. And that's the thing that created those Jordan pumps that like... Wait, know, those like are pump. Reeboks. Those were Reeboks. You, who probably first, they? Yeah, who came out with them? Yes, or, it's like the the era yeah. they said in the article, like the era of Air Jordan. So that like was real. That, that wasn't cushion. pretend. No, the cushion was really the thing, 
And I think this study came out maybe after. Don't you feel like 2001 was kind of after the yeah. Air Jordan? Yeah. So they were looking at that afterwards. Air cells. So that yeah. actually was, it's like when something shipped to you in that air pack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Which makes total sense. And then they, later in the, in the article, they talk about how the thing that really prevents ankle injuries is, like they said, stretching the player's ankle mobility and wrapping it before a game. Like if you really want to do it, then you have to wrap it with like Do the they all do that? Kinda, I think a lot of them do. I didn't know that. Yeah. It just like adds some, some stiffness, you know, like you really need to have that ankle like tight in there if it's not. Even even in my snowboard boots, I was I was trying to give my legs a break, so switched the direction I was riding, and totally ate it. And <laughs> like it was, I was well, like, that oh, sounds my. really hard. Yeah, and I I like banged, you faced like, the opposite oh, direction. Ankle. Like I I didn't even think you could hurt your ankle inside snowboard boots that are like like how are they even moving? But, yeah. yeah. I did. I, I don't know what I was doing. Um, it's so funny. Sh- that- I should be able to do that at, at by now, but I can't. I'm, I'm still. In- well, hey, I think that sounds really hard. So I'm impressed yeah. that you can even snowboard. Yeah. Um, well, thanks, I'm, I think it's funny that the stretching actually works because you know how like on the challenge when we're about to do something and everyone starts <laughs> stretching and I always yeah. hate it. I'm like, okay, we get it. You're stretching. Usually it's because like, we don't actually start for like two hours. Correct. And as soon as we get on site, people start like stretching and doing this whole performance. It's so an anxious anxiety thing. Okay. That for makes sure. sense. Anxiety and slash psych people. They feel like, I think what it comes down to is not knowing what to do. Yeah. So it's the same as like, if you go to a bar, I got to order a drink and hold a drink in my hand or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I just stood there like a freaking weirdo. Like yeah. I, I would get more anxious and I would like, wouldn't know what to do with myself. How the heck Probably does a person stretch the their the ankle anyway? What do you do? Like circles? Uh, you could do circles. You can also do a, an, an exercise where you keep your foot planted on the ground and you um, are on like one knee, kind of like you're going to propose kind of thing. And you lean forward as much as you can so that your knee extends over the big toe. Mm-hmm. And then you can go backwards, kind of like forward side, and then you can kind of roll your foot and, and roll over your ankle a little bit. Even the motion. Um, I have a friend who's a physical therapist. Oh, she's so fantastic, and um, she has some great online videos. And she she has one, and she works with like NFL players, so she like deals with ankle injuries a whole bunch. And she mm-hmm. said just the action of standing up with no hands from a seat from a, a like crisscross leg position rolls over your ankles and stretches them. So that provides good benefits to like ankle mobility and stretch. Huh. Yeah. Gotta good be thing practicing standing up from a seated position all the time, like on the ground. I know. I always say, I, I read that in a book one time and it's really stuck with me that like how old people always end up like breaking a hip or whatever. Yeah. And it's because they don't continue to use the muscles required to get up from the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Should be doing that. The other one that I've read about is grip strength. Yeah, man. That's a predictor that's of longevity. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy to me. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the older I get, the more that is like, and I think because I'm not writing as much as when I was in college, things like that, mm-hmm. that. Don't you feel like your hand cramps up fast? Is it just me? Is that a thing that happens? I don't Do you have that? cramps, but I'm sure mine's weakening by the second. 
as I make that slow march to death. Like we all do. Good thing I have little tools like, or Susie puts fun things in my stocking, like my squishy ball that I'm using right now. Wait, I put that in your stocking? Yeah, I love this. Wait a minute. This year? Yeah, you put fun stuff in there. It's just like a little, it's like a stress reliever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fidget fidget ball thing. Yes, we have a lot of those. It's great. Keeps me from biting my nails. Oh, that's nice. You give the best, you give the best gifts that like, I don't know if you know how they're going to be life-changing gifts for me. <laughs> like my sleep condom that you gave me. I don't know how else to describe this thing. Oh yeah. What's that thing called? It's like a sleep sack where you sleep in it, but it, yeah, it, it was it, on like, Shark Tank you in and, and makes you nice and tight. It's the best. People love that thing. Thing is awesome. And you actually use it. You're yes. telling me. Yes. Not every night though. O- only when I'm sleeping by myself. I don't use it with yeah. Eli. But <laughs> That's when I'm good. Sleep, when I, because he, he holds me. So that would when be I need so weird else. if you got into that, like a cocoon. Right, like, Bye. Good night, Eli. Good night. I'm going I can into picture my sack. You doing it. I'll see you later. And you feel comforted by that. So comforted. I go to sleep in two seconds. Wow. There, it's, it's very strange. I know. It's got, it's very weird, but it's wonderful. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad you like it. You, you betcha. It's going to probably help with my, my grip strength and everything like that. Um, okay. What else? Do I have one more thing that we could squeeze in here? We talked about the shoes, ankle boots. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Wait a minute. Just one more thing about the shoe thing. So were they only considering ankle injuries or all injuries? Ankle, ankle injuries. They were okay. looking at... That's a good question. I wonder if that matters in, in any other injuries. Yeah. But we'll never know. We will never know. <laughs> so if, you're, if you ever are in an argument with somebody about high tops versus low tops... Yeah, I would have lost that argument. You're, you're going to have to shake hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you feel like Lincoln would like that fact? Absolutely. See, yeah, we thought, talk a lot about shoes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I figured. So that's why I was like, ooh, saving this one. Got to bring it up. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. him. Um, I was reading, I read the, the. Uh, I was reading Scientific American, that those magazines. And yeah. it, they, they always do a theme. And the theme for this one was high. So, which <laughs> H-I or H-I-G-H? H-I-G-H. Okay. And so the, the high tops was something they talked about. Oh, that's fun. And surprisingly, no marijuana. Yeah, I thought that's where this is going. I really did too. But I, there, it was more about like altitude and things like that. And like there was an article on getting over a fear of heights. What did they say? It, was, it started with a story about how the, uh, an Amazon executive holds the record for highest jump, which is crazy to me that they... That, that, You'd think it'd be like a professional athlete. You know those freaking tech bros. I do. They're the same ones who climb Mount Everest. They're that guy. (laughs) They are that guy. And he took like, he was like in a space suit and he took a a hot air balloon up to like the stratosphere, whatevs. I remember seeing that video. I didn't know he worked at Amazon. Yeah. Just jumped to Amazon warehouse. My God. Can you imagine doing that? No. Well, I, I can't, but then like. this article tried to argue that, like, if you know the techniques, anyone could do it. And I was like, mm, well, okay. and so, you know, and I'm like, I get it. Like the, the article is based a lot on like cognitive behavioral stuff. It was like, uh, uh, what's happening in your body is you are having a natural fear reaction to a cliff, the, you know, the edge of yeah. something. And 
your brain is sending signals that you're in danger. So then your body responds. And yeah. what you have to do, we all know this, to, to, to stop that mm, cascade of events yeah. is tell your body you're safe and take deep breaths and regulate your breathing. Sarah has taught me, I, I don't know if it was in um, Body Keeps a Score. No, it was that one with that zebra's... Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget zebras what it's called. Ulcers. Yeah, about how we think that our heart is racing because we're afraid, but right. really we're afraid because our heart is racing. Yeah. And I always think about on the challenge, I don't know which one it was, but there was a season where they had a challenge where they had to stand up way up high Mm -hmm. and they were timed and whenever their heart rate was low or normal, then the floor would drop out and they would bungee, but they couldn't, it wouldn't, the floor wouldn't drop until their heart rate was normal, but you can't get your heart rate to be normal when you know the floor is going to drop out. And I always think like, what would I do to like trick my heart into stopping that palpitation or whatever racing you'd have to, i think you tell yourself the floor is dropping out right now and everything's gonna be fine and it's okay and it's gonna happen and let's take some deep breaths and imagine yourself just kind of and so you you calm i mean that can down. take a long time though oh especially if i'm jumping off this something at the stratosphere level yeah i mean and, can you and- imagine yeah, like it, it's just funny. The article was not very long. It was probably like three paragraphs, but I feel mm. like that was like a big jump, pun not intended, to go from fear of heights to skydiving. Yeah. And the article argues that one of the ways that, 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 well, of course, one of the things that we need in this getting over a fear of something is exposure therapy. Mm. That one, a tool that has been very helpful with this is virtual reality hmm right yeah that that safe danger helps us get over okay because like roller coasters would be safe danger you know usually and so like some people are very afraid of roller coasters mm -hmm. what do we do for them they start small go to kitty land yeah i i start in a in a reality like a virtual reality simulated uh, roller coaster. Well, because when you, you get have... off that, and then you go, you're telling your brain you're gonna live. Right. Yeah. I know. Remember when we went to do um, trapeze? Yes. On Santa Monica Pier, and my sister went, and she has a fear of heights. In fact, she's the one that organized the whole thing. She wanted to do it. She because wa- she probably wanted to face that fear. She really did, but yeah. and she did technically. She did it one time. She did it, but. Um, I, re- I remember, and whenever she would get scared and not go on roller coasters, I would always say to her, like, what are you, what is the fear? Like, what, do you think you're going to die? But usually when it's that person in that moment, they don't even, they can't yeah. rationalize it. You just know your heart's beating fast. Yeah. And then when your heart's beating fast, your brain is like, I must be in danger. And it just keeps itself going. Yeah. So if you can control that next thought... To say, I'm not in danger. I'm safe. Everything is okay. Then your body can just pause and go, oh yeah? Okay. And Mm -hmm. then you just have to believe that. That's so hard. So hard! Even with Lincoln, he has fears. 
And we do, we try to do all this, you know, try to reason with him, but the person has to want to do it. (laughs) And exposure therapy, I think is really, it's like you have to, in in small ways. Yeah. I think you're right. Climbing in one of those gyms, if it's heights Mm -hmm. and you just like, but there's, and then I think it's that accepting that you are biologically programmed to freak the fuck out if you're at the edge of a cliff. So yeah. if you can, like I always say, you're not responsible for your first thought or your first feeling. You're responsible for your second thought and your first action. Mm-hmm. So if you have that thought of, oh my God, I'm going to die. And that feeling of panic, of, of adrenaline or fear, terror, as you get to the edge of a cliff, that's fine. That is normal. Mm-hmm. That's not going to go away. The second thought of, you're safe. You've been at a cliff before and you haven't died. That's the one that is the second thought that then kind of changes things. What's your fear? I always forget your biggest fear. Uh, I mean, being trapped on the international space station is kind of unrealistic. (laughs) Yeah. What else (laughs) do you have that you're afraid of? It it is that like, I I realized it's kind of like that being pant, like trapped somewhere with no escape. Or cockroaches. Things that scurry. Things that scurry. Mysterious wetness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mysterious wetness and things that scurry. If we're going to like, you know, list them. Yeah. 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 I was just trying to think like, well, yeah. but does it exposure? I'm sure you've been exposed plenty to things that scurry. Any progress uh, there? You know what? Uh, there's a, a mouse in this house. <sighs> the house I live in. my garage. It's fine. It's chill. And I'd be in my garage too. It's fucking freezing outside. I'm like, guys, it's okay. Seek shelter. Oh, yeah. Um, but you don't want to hang one, out with it. And it was so tiny. And I was, I know when there's one, there's more. Okay, it's fine. But I've only seen one. And now I've, and I used to be really scared to go in my garage. But then I went, I, I, I reminded myself of how when I was in Sequoia National Park and I was staring at, I was like in front of, I think it's General Sherman or something like that, a big ass tree. There was a sign that said, right now, you feel the same as how a mouse feels when yeah, they look up at that's a, six good. Foot, a five foot eight man or something like that. Right. Like a woman person. And I was like, what? That shit's terrifying. And it moves. Yeah. I'm scared of this tree and it is firmly planted in the ground and it's a tree. And I'm, yeah. I, I feel kind of intimidated by it. I, that we're fine. That little mouse is so scared of me. So, but no I wish, problem. I wish spiders felt that way or like bees. We're really big, and they do not care. Yeah, but they can kill you. Yeah, some of them, spiders. And not now I've, I've changed my tune on bee... Uh, uh, what do you call them? Not bites. Stings. But, oh, I don't know what happened to my brain there. <laughs> that was weird. It's like, oh, almost at the end of this episode. Time to <laughs> check, check time out. Check out. Bye, bye, bye. Um, uh, yeah, so bee stings, like... I've recently heard from a lot of people that they are very painful and very scary. And so I apologize. And I now, you're right. They're probably ter- terrible. Yeah. when Yeah. If you, they affect you that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, I, I felt I was being pain. a big old jerk about these. Well, yeah, you didn't have that experience. Yeah. So How would you know, Sarah? Don't you be too I hard on yourself. Know. I didn't know. She's so nice, isn't she? I'm, sure. I'm just trying to learn. Trying to learn. Trying to grow. You know, change yeah, let's wrap it up. I got things to do. Yeah. That's <laughs> stupid. Uh, yeah, let's wind it down. Here's what we talked about. High tops versus low tops? Mm-hmm. Your choice. My gosh. And then like the the hoax oh, nightmare. God. That, that nightmare. <sighs> Watch the doc. 
I'm going to have to do a poll to hear whether people think they would comply Yeah, if they were in that position. What really frustrates me about that is that some people did not get, some people were were charged and found guilty and other people with different attorneys and different were found not guilty. That's the thing. Yeah. And like (sighs) nobody was communicating or talking about how like. That's why for a minute I thought maybe the robot judge would work out. Cause I know. that you is know. a good call. Like, but not so. Like somehow, best of both worlds. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. In the Probably meantime, the episode. whatever you guys do, do not tell the curly girl community that Sarah has betrayed them. Shh. Shh. Be sure to check out our candy store on the braincandypodcast.com. That's also where you can sign up for our newsletter. We have patreon.com slash braincandy, which is where all of our bonus content lives and we have our lives and all that shenan yeah you can like hang out with us chit chat tell us funny jokes yeah tell us your uh, feelings and opinions on whatever we talk about on here i know you guys have thoughts and opinions yeah. and, and things you want to talk about so you can join our live q a's our doc club our our book club all of it we do a lot of chit chat so we love you guys and we'll see you see next you time, next time. Bye. Bye.